Humanitarian pause as Israeli President Herzog. Justin McFarland. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Oh, Now, the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. And a good Tuesday afternoon to you, and yes, it is time for the McFarland Show. We are live in Murfreesboro. Darren and Justin here with you for the next two hours. Damon Keene is back at the Strikers Bear Family Fun Center studio, and we're at Singletree Barbecue down here on Old Fort Parkway in the borough, and we're excited to be here. Yes, sir. It smells fantastic. It does. I don't know how you could work here and not just be hungry all the time. I'm sure you get used to it on some level. Maybe. Maybe. That's 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 probably true. Okay. That's probably true. Justin, how are we doing? Doing great, man. You know, love being out here in Murfreesboro. It's a beautiful day. The drive-in wasn't too bad. Um, already, you know, the smell greeted you as soon as you walked in the door. Then, of course, good people uh, were here when I got on the other side. So, yeah, everything's been fantastic so far. We have uh, one Art Paducah, or is it Pat Sperduto? <laughs> Either or works uh, alongside here. Pat, how we doing? Thanks for uh, coming and hanging out with us. Are you kidding me? This is a blast. Yeah, this is uh, it's going to be a good day. By the way, MTSU head football coach Derek Mason will join us in an hour from nice, here. Nice drive up the road, right, right down yep. 96, pull on in, get some barbecue. Mm. It, it Crazy. I mean, like you said, the smell is incredible mm-hmm. i mean whew. and we got a, a little cooking lesson from charlie evelyn who yes owns we this did place. yes we did. did i feel like i learned more in that little session than uh let the meat rest yeah yeah, yeah there you go D- don't cut it right away don't, don't do cut that. it right away let do it rest let it rest let all the juices flow out you know right? here i am i think i'm a pretty good cook do and you? all of a sudden he goes through <laughs> yeah man made us all kind of man feel Engineering, cooking, engineering. He, he held court right there. I mean, he was just going for it. Could be a new class at MTSU. Yeah. Ooh. Cooking, engineering. Wow. Could be. Well, he went to MTSU, so maybe they would love to have him teach. That would be pretty good. I'd, ta- I'd take that class. Me too. Actually, those are the classes I was looking for in school. Man. There just weren't enough of them. Too good. Uh, so why are we here, Pat, besides telling everybody about Singletree Barbecue and a good place to stop and eat? Here in Murfreesboro, what else are we asking? We are going to try to get people to come on by and uh, and hopefully help our cause uh, in and help the homeless here in, in the Nashville area. And um, we're asking people to come on by, drop off blankets, gloves, and socks, new blankets, gloves, and socks. Uh, if you beat me to the Dollar Tree stores, good for you, if, or Walmart. I mean, I've hit them all, and I just keep loading up, and hopefully somebody can... Drive on by, find some socks, and, and drop them off here at, at Singletree. 2805 Old Fort Parkway. 2805 Old Fort Parkway. Um, it's really just right off the exit. You cannot miss it. Um, if you're coming from, I guess, Nashville, you're going to get off at 78A, mm-hmm. and you're going to come about, I don't know, half a mile. Yep. There you go. On the left-hand right side. Right here on the left-hand side. If you're coming from MTSU, you're just going to come straight shot. Actually, from campus, 
straight shot come on in here. Yeah, all those students. Old Fort Parkway just roll past the mall and come this way. You'll pass, what, Sam's and everything, and then boom, it's right yeah, up here on right the left. Yeah, right there, right after the Sam's. Get a, get a nice sandwich. Yep. Get yourself some food. Enjoy your lunch. Drop off some, some blankets or or gloves, and, and we'll make sure that they get delivered to people who need them. New blankets, new gloves, new socks is what we're asking for to hand out on Christmas morning. And um, if you can do that and bring some in, uh, Charlie's been nice enough to uh, give you a free pork sandwich. And you, he said, even told us you don't even have to eat it here. If you want to take it home, you can take it home. That's pretty good. You can do it to go. <laughs> it's not bad, right? No, that's really nice. And oh. by the way, we know he's been working on that pork for a long time. Yes. He, he educated us oh my about how long he's been working on, yeah. on, on, the, on the meat here. So. You know, it's going to be good stuff here. Incredible how it has to come off literally a day before. Yeah. Like that night before, I'm sure he takes it off and lets it set, and and then, then he can go to work. Yeah. But I don't know if I would have the patience for that, <laughs> taking that <laughs> off with that smell. You'd be like, maybe I'll just have a little piece or, you know. I'm sure he has to taste it, Coach. You, know, you just can't you well, know, leave it the chance. I, I'm looking for a part-time. I can be the official taster. Wow. There you go. Part-time job. You're not busy enough with the Chiefs. You decide, uh, you, you know, you got time I can to bring, chase a little I can bring my, my, I can bring my laptop here. I okay. can bring my iPad, watch some film, type, <laughs> take a bite. You know, Watch some film. <laughs> Double dip. I, that's not a bad idea. Actually, it sounds like a good idea. <laughs> it's not a bad <laughs> that idea That could be a all. class, too, watching some film with Coach and taking some barbecue. Now, that's a, that's a class. I don't think it works for the radio show. It wouldn't make for great radio. No, no. Because I was going to say, man, we should do that, too, but eh, no, no, chewing on the no. air, probably not a good idea. More no. of an in-person thing. Yeah, yeah. But it is, uh, that's, the smell is, is killing me right now because <laughs> I'm getting hungry. Yeah. And I didn't think I was hungry when I walked in. Yeah, again, that kind of effect. it doesn't take, uh, and they got the gigantic smokers out front, so it uh, it it looks the part. It does. You cannot miss this place for sure. It looks it, it smells it. You know the old saying, "Walks like a duck." Talk, it's then, a duck. Yeah. Well, this is a barbecue place. <laughs> <laughs> so we have got another option too, by the way, um, Venmo. Yes. At Rosie Sperduto on Venmo, and all the money sent there. One hundred percent. Yes, every every penny s sent to that Venmo account will be spent on new gloves, new socks, and new blankets. And you know, my wife keeps updating me and sending me out and updating me. And so, like, it's really getting hard on me a little bit. Where she's got me running around the city. So. Oh, really? You just got to do. So what you you're the do. one that's uh, doing the shopping. Well. She does it online. And, oh, and you're I, a pickup guy. I'm the pickup guy. You're just the pickup guy. Oh, yeah, guy. that's it. I'm okay. just the, I'm the gopher. You know, and now that, that my son's home, he will be my new gopher, so, my gopher assistant. Yeah. So you have an assistant. <laughs> yeah, assistant gopher. Assistant gopher. <laughs> <laughs> I call it the honeydews. I'm sure Cosmo oh, is happy to be home. Oh, he didn't, oh. Know, what he, he didn't know what he pulled in for. Oh. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he God, did. Love that. He's been doing. Hey, he's been a part of it. You know, all every day of his life. We, you know, we took him out when he was a, uh, when he was still in a. You know, in the uh, what is it? The the car seat, and mm -hmm. he was in the back, and Rosie was three, and she was handing out stuff, and it was a. Uh, you know, like I said, we've been doing it twenty twenty seven years here, and and I'm so grateful and so thankful for everybody that's been involved and everybody that's helped. From the littlest thing people have given us to, to you know, the big things they've given us, it, it everything's gone out. Oh, there we go. Hopefully we've made a difference. We've already got some contributions. Holy mackerel. 
So our friends here at Single Tree Barbecue just brought in some boxes here. Wow. And uh, we've got some contributions, some hats, oh and, my gosh. Uh, some blankets. And what do you got there, Coach? All uh, kinds of things. Winter wow. Essentials. Thank you so much. Winter Essentials. Oh, look at these. Like, these are the real socks. Bad. Wow. Man. Socks. Some toiletries oh, there. Oh, nice. Okay. Nice. Need those out there. Boy. We, That's a stand-up dude. Oh, yeah. There you go. That's incredible. And five okay. boxes full of things like that. So very cool. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank That's you. Awesome. That, that That's is awesome. incredible. That's that is awesome. For them to come out like that right out of the box. You know, wow. It's a winner. I mean, it's okay. it just says it all, you know. Yep. That, but that's what this is all about. It's gonna bless a lot of people, right? There. We're just trying to help others. Yeah. You know, we've been given so much in our lives, and I mean, look at you guys. You guys are have your su successful radio show. You have a bunch of people that that care about you and listen to you, and and take your word as as you know. Oh, this is, this is something I'm excited to listen to every single day. So, you've been so fortunate. You've been fortunate. I've been super fortunate. You know, I can't I can't thank God enough for everything He's given me, and I want to give to somebody else, and that's how this whole whole thing started. Yeah, yeah. And, and we get to see the reaction every Christmas morning. Yeah, um, because you are affecting lives. Without um, and look, it's not we we've seen it all, right, Pat? Yep. Over the years, yep. I mean, there are people that are beyond grateful. There are people that maybe just don't really understand right, right, what we're right, doing, or right. maybe they're not looking for help, but they're they're in that community. But when you see the ones that, how it affects it. And by the way, the, probably the hardest thing to see is the families. Yeah. Oh, man. Like, you, yeah. you just oh, think man. it's, you know, a man or a woman. Right. No. No. There, no. There's, there's families. Yeah. With, it, with pets. People, yeah. people yeah. fall on, on hard times yeah. for m multiple reasons. And, you know, we don't, we try not to, like, over get over involved in the, in that way we, we just want to be there to help them and listen more so than you know state our opinion you know you should be doing this or you should be doing no you tell us what what you want what you need what what can i do to help and how many times have have we gone home taking the jacket right off our back or yep. taking the gloves off our hands or t literally i've gone home shoeless twice and and i if that's going to make somebody's day better, then I've won. You know, like, yeah. I, I'm satisfied. And that's really how it all kind of started. How can I make somebody else's day, that special day, a little bit better? And then we get to enjoy our time with our family after. And that, that's all our kids know. They, they just... They just understand that we have to take care of others before we take care of ourselves. What I find to be so... I don't, interesting is not the right word, but what I find to be so amazing is, is each one of the folks out there have their own story. They do. A lot of people think that, you know, a lot of these people are drug addicts and they, you know, no, 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 no. That is not the case at no. all. A, a lot of these folks are, if it were not for the grace of God, there go I. Um, you know, they had a bad break or right. something happened, something traumatic happened, and now they're out there. And, you know, everybody's got a different story, different right. situation, and they're, they're looking, a lot of them, for some help or even just for some interaction it's, a lot of times. You hit it on the head. The, yeah. it's, it's really it, – part of it is a mental health issue, whether it's, yeah. whether it's, like you said, an addiction or whether it's just an instability or whether it's, you know, they – Something happened at their home, or whether that, unfortunately, house fires. Yeah, we, we, yeah. I, I had yes, one sir. guy. Yes, in, sir. You know, about ten years ago, he was involved in a house fire. You know, he he put his his wife and his child in a in with his his uh, her parents, and he was literally on you know homeless on the street. Yeah, and, and it breaks your heart because 
He had no insurance. Yeah. There was nothing he could do. Yeah. So he was a normal guy. He had somewhere right. to be. He right. had a house. He right. had a bedroom. He right. had he had a TV. He right. had everything. And he had a, he was just like all of us. And right. then just like that, something's happened, Gone. and now he needs socks and hats and, Gone. and shoes. Right. right. And 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 like I said, we 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 get get the blessings in this we really uh, it's completely selfish like i said i walk away from there and i don't care what i what i personally physically walk away with it's what i spiritually walk away with is pretty impressive yeah you hit the nail on the head uh, for people that don't that haven't experienced it there are a lot that have a story to tell and some want to share some don't and that's right. cool whatever right but the ones that choose to share like, like you said i mean th this is the thing that gets lost they're human beings. They they mm -hmm. they right. have lives right. and they have a story. Right. And obviously, it's a, it's a heartbreak story, right? You know, on, on why they're in the situation that they're in, but they have a story. And at one point, they were doing X, yeah, fill in the blank, right? Right. And now it's this, right? And yeah, it may be hard for a lot of people to understand. Well, how did it get to this? Doesn't matter, right? That's where they are, right. and they need help. And and. Like you said, some of them just want to interact, like yes. because yeah. you, you, mm -hmm. it's such a. I'm sure it's a difficult situation for them. Whatever the circumstance brought them to that, they just want to interact with somebody, and they walk away. A lot of them saying, "Somebody cares," you know, instead of yes. being uncared for or you know forgotten. They're not forgotten. We're not going to let them be forgotten, and that's really how how it all sorts out. Is that we're going to make sure they're not forgotten. I, I would tell you this, Justin. If I was being honest, probably the first couple of years which was a long time ago and we've been fortunate enough to be a part of this um, not as long as the Spurdudos and others but it's been it's been a long long time I wasn't sure what to expect I didn't know how people were going to act I didn't know if anybody was going to say thank you or if anybody was even going to care I, I, di I didn't know how it was going to go obviously I've I've watched all this happen and it's amazing how many of them write how many people tell you thank you? Yeah, and oh, they yeah. like they oh, just yeah. wanna, so grateful. They just so they're blown away. Yeah, and you know you would think well oh I'm sure people help them all like you wouldn't know it because they're acting like this is the first time that someone has helped them yeah. right in a lot of cases no doubt and that is like the the greatest feeling in the world to to see the the raw emotion of them going. Wow, you cared enough to come help me today. In a lot of cases, we, we Pat, we've experienced it all. It's been 75 degrees on Christmas morning. Yeah, yep. yeah. It's been 15 degrees on Christmas yep. morning. Yeah. No doubt. It's been yeah. sunny. It's been raining. Yeah. It's been, you know, spitting snow. I mean, we've, we've yeah, dealt with right. all the you, you just don't know. And sometimes when, especially the really cold ones, the cold Christmas mornings that yeah. we've had. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, that's when you. Those you know, are the heartbreaking ones. Those are the those are the tough ones. Yeah, they really are. And, and and I'll tell you a great story. About three years ago, we we saw another group handing out stuff, and mm -hmm. and and it was so cool. And I went and talked to the people that were involved in it, and one of the people that was involved in it was one of the people that I had helped. He said five years before that. Mm. So mm -hmm. that just goes to show you he yeah. got back on his feet. He found, yeah. you know, a woman that he married and, you know, adopted her kids. And they were out there s serving people. And it was so cool. It was, this is what paying it forward is all about. And for him to do that on Christmas Day because of something that we may have done, you know, five years previous to that says a lot. And that more of those stories are going to happen. We're going to find more and more that want to help. And I, I heard an interesting statistic. It was uh, 
the homeless population has gone up 12% oh, yeah. Percent yeah, yeah. in the last two years. Oh, yeah. Twelve yeah. percent nationwide. Yeah. Here, like I said, I think that the move-in population, as compared to the homeless population, yeah. the difference is five percent. So, five yeah. percent more, more people are becoming homeless in Nashville than are moving to Nashville. I can believe it. Absolutely. We're off and running here at Single Tree Barbecue in Murfreesboro, twenty-eight oh five Old Fort Parkway. We certainly could use your help, and boy, we've already had some help right out of the gates with boxes of stuff. We're looking for new blankets and new gloves and new socks. If you can help out, it would be greatly appreciated. It'll be handed out uh, to those who could use it on Christmas morning, and if you're nice enough to bring some of that stuff in here, Charlie Eblen, who owns the place, will be more than happy to give you a free pork sandwich from Single Tree Barbecue. Pat, we'll talk to you in just a bit. Thank Sounds you good. for being here. Thank you for having me. We'll come back. Steve Lehman from News Channel 5 will join us. We'll talk a little bit about the Titans and talk with him next here on the McFarland Show, Nashville Sports Radio. Prince's Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken with three locations serving Middle Tennessee, south on Nolensville Road, 5th and Broad downtown, and the new location at Tanger Outlet Mall. You can now order your favorite flavor of heat online at princesshotchicken.com. And don't forget dessert, including special holiday pies. Prince's Hot Chicken in three locations and princesshotchicken.com. Prince's Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken. Granger presents the ones who get it done as the college football season progresses. The excitement continues to grow with packed stadiums and cheering crowds. Each team still dreams of winning the college football national championship, but come January 1st, only four teams will remain in contention. The question is, will Georgia be one of the four, and can they pull off another championship for a three-peat? Only time will tell. The ones who get it done has been sponsored by Granger. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop on by. Say, for the ones who get it done, Granger is offering high-quality supplies and solutions for every single industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and the experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people even safer. So, call, click Granger.com, or just stop on by. Granger.com. In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much, By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. 
Brian Dennis Roofing and Construction is asking listeners to please donate a toy to Toys for Tots this holiday season. You can make a difference in the life of a child. This message is brought to you by Brian Dennis Roofing and Construction, serving up to 45 miles from Nashville with quality and pride since 1994. Specializing in residential and light commercial, storm damage repairs, roofing, gutters, insurance claims, and much more. Call 615-484-1425. 615-484-1425. That's Brian Dennis Roofing and Construction. They're professionals who care. It's a Bill King Show. We are college football centric. That is the sun that warms our planet that we live on. Our planet actually isn't flat or round. It's an oblong spheroid. And we are here to proselytize about it, edify it every day on this here radio show. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. The McFarland Show. Video streaming live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube from the Strike and Spare Studio. Darren and Justin down in Murfreesboro, 2805 Old Fort Parkway. We're at Single Tree Barbecue here in the borough. New MTSU football coach Derek Mason will join us. He'll come uh, to Single Tree Barbecue and sit down at the table with us at three o'clock we're trying to uh help others on christmas morning if you can come here and bring some new blankets and new gloves new socks uh feel free to have a free pork sandwich courtesy of charlie eblin and single tree barbecue let's bring in steve layman news channel five who's on the line with us steve how we doing i'm doing great i'm impressed that you got a college football coach to join you 12 hours before national signing yeah, tomorrow's kind of a big day, isn't it? Because this really is the this has become a bigger to do than that first Wednesday in February, which used to be the day, right? That was like the national recruiting day and it's really been dampened over the years. Well, yeah, it, it is tomorrow now. That's the big day. That's yeah. almost every one of the big names and the bulk of the guys who are going to sign on the dotted line, make their college choices. And in particular, it sped up the hiring cycle for coaches like Derek Mason because as soon as the season is over, the clock is ticking to this day, the Wednesday before Christmas, to get everybody signed and brought in. And frankly, if, if you're not ready for tomorrow, you're behind the eight ball because there's not enough guys still out there that you can make up for it come February. And we're going to ask him at 3 o'clock, but I do wonder – how much now, even the transfer portal with thousands of kids in the portal now, how much is that's even dampening the whole recruiting plot or recruiting uh, process, you know, together? Like, you know, I just don't know right now, as long as we have this set up, I'm not so sure that recruiting national signing days or day will ever have the impact that it used to have in this country because of the portal now. That's probably true, Darren, because I think most of the guys who are immediate impact players are the guys you get out of the portal. No matter how good you are and how talented you are, obviously there's some exceptions of five-star guys or wide receivers who can come in and make an impact immediately. But we all know that the, the closer you get to the ball, the harder it is to make an impact. You're just not physically ready to come into the major college level in most cases. Now, you look in the transfer portal, 
a lot of those guys, or at least the key guys in the portal, have already played two or three years somewhere else. You've got a body of work. You know how they perform at this level, and that's why that's so coveted. You know, if you need a safety, you can land a safety in a portal who's probably your starter day one of spring practice. You need a left tackle. You can find that guy in the portal. No matter how many stars are attached to that high school kid's name, none of those guys are walking in on day one as your start. No doubt about it. Uh, Tier Tart has exited stage left. Mike Vrabel really didn't want to talk about it yesterday. Mm-hmm. Said he'll talk about it after the season. I kind of took exception to that yesterday. I don't really understand that. Look, I don't care what he says. It's his right to say whatever he wants. And and whatever story he's got to tell to the media or to the public is up to him. But whenever you make the move, in my opinion, Steve, like they did with three games remaining, actually four games remaining because this was prior to their game against the Texans on Sunday, uh, you know, where you've gone back-to-back weeks of letting go of guys who are upright and healthy and can play, uh, I think you owe it to the fans and to the media to say something. Like, why? Like, even if it's, hey, we're looking for people, you know, who, you know, are bought in or believe in what we're doing moving forward. And so, uh, however he wants to phrase it, whatever happened with him and Tier Tart, I just didn't love the, yeah, we'll just, we'll talk about it after the season. Like, that's, to me, that's not acceptable. Yeah. That was interesting to me, too, and it'll be fascinating if he ever addresses it and how he addresses it when the season is actually over or whether he says that was a month ago now and it's time to move on. Right. But if you, if you want to read between the lines on the Tart thing, basically ever since he's been here, Mike Vrabel has said, Tier Tart has the ability to be a really good defensive tackle in this league. But essentially he's got to be more diligent about how he trains, his conditioning, because the thing that's going to separate him from just being a dude that is capable and a dude that makes plays consistently throughout the game and the season is his availability to be on the field for more than one or two downs at a time. He wore out. And when he wore out, he wasn't very good. When he was out there and he was ready to go and had energy, he was a difference maker for the Titans' defensive line. And that was a long-standing battle between the staff, between Terrell Williams on the defensive line staff, Mike Vrabel, the head coach, and Tier Tart to get him to understand that. And going into this season in particular, I think Tart thought, I'm good. I, I deserve a contract. I deserve to get paid. And they, I think he kind of put the cart before the horse there. It was his contract year, and it was on him to deliver the goods this season. So whether it's the Titans or someone else, they see the value there of giving him the years and the money that he ultimately wants and believes he deserves. And somewhere along the way this season, he struggled to get on the field of practice. He was out for a couple games. He tweeted some weird things around the London game. And if you heard Mike Brabel then, he said, look, Pierre, understandably, is looking for a contract. He believes he deserves something here. And I'm telling him, Pierre, there's two things here. You've got to do the best you can do to help this football team. And in the process, that will help yourself do what you're trying to do for yourself and your family. You can accomplish both of those things by doing the same thing. They're not mutually exclusive. And it appears to me that Tier Tart never got that. 
that it, it was all about him this season and trying to do what he wanted to do so ultimately he would get paid. And I think it backfired on him because at the end of the season he was dropped by the Titans. Now they got picked up immediately by the Texans. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Maybe he'll end up in the playoffs. Maybe he'll play great and it'll be a moot point. But I tell you what, if I'm somebody out there looking at that in the offseason, that's a big red flag to me that he got dropped by a team with four games left in the season before they were mathematically eliminated because of the headaches he was causing within the locker room and his diligence in terms of how he approached his day-to-day business. That would be a big red flag for me. So we'll see what happens there. But ultimately, I think that was the disconnect, and it came to a head last week. Here's something I've heard the last day or so, last couple of days. Well, this is, what, Tuesday. So – we know Will Levis is hurt. It doesn't look good. Obviously, if he's got ankles, high ankle sprain, I think I saw Jeremy Fowler who, or whoever, somebody nationally reported that, uh, which is you know what Ryan Tannehill dealt with, and I don't think he's I don't think he's going to be playing. But I've heard people say, you know, if I was Ryan Tannehill, I wouldn't, you know, his he's out of here. He's looking for he's going to be looking for his next gig. Uh, I wouldn't play if I were him behind this offensive line. And I just – there's nothing more comical to me than to hear people – and some of these people are former players. But people saying, if I were him, I would – so let me get this straight. you got an organization that's paying you how much this year? What is he making, Justin? $35 million? 32 35 Whatever. Yeah. 30-something million dollars this year? And you're going to – you would have the audacity to be like, pfft. I risk anything with this team or this offensive line. Like, give me a break. There is nothing more laughable to me than people wasting good oxygen, you know, either nationally or locally saying, I'm Ryan Tannehill, I wouldn't play. Like, give me a break. I would be offended if Ryan Tannehill ever said that. And I'm not saying Ryan Tannehill is saying that. I'm saying it's a joke that people would even say that out loud. I I agree. It goes against the spirit of the National Football League, and frankly, it goes against everything we know about Ryan Tannehill. Whatever you think about him or him throwing interceptions against the Bengals in the playoffs or the New Orleans game at the beginning of the season, whatever you think, one thing I've never heard is that he wasn't a competitive guy, that he didn't do everything he could to help the team while he was here. So I cannot imagine that if Ryan Tannehill isn't the answer, if Will Levis is unable to go, it's because he put up a protest that I'm not going to play or I can't go out there behind this line. I mean, if you looked at Sunday, the moment Levis went down, Tannehill's doing sprints and high knees on the sideline because he knows if we get the ball at any point here, I'm going in. So I can't imagine that if he's sitting there this week, he's thinking anything other than if Levis can't go, I'm going to be the quarterback on Sunday. That being said, it was interesting that Mike Rabel did not definitively say that yesterday. I know. We asked about it. And so, to me, that's not saying that Tannehill told him something. I think that's a Rabel and Titans position. And who knows what that means. Does that mean they'd like to get one last look at Malik Willis to see if there's any growth there? Does that mean that they think that Ryan Tannehill might actually win some of these games and they would prefer not with a draft pick? You can read into a lot of things there, and I think it's only speculation that we could actually provide here on this phone call. But it was very interesting to me that the immediate answer wasn't, oh, yeah, we'll check on Will later in the week. But if he can't go, Ryan's our backup. Okay, so last thing on my end. So who goes on Sunday? Who do you think is going to play? 
I'm not ruling out lettuce at this point because I think oh. he's super tough. I mm. do think the injury was not nearly as severe as it looked. Mm. I, I don't think it's easy by any means, but I could see him playing. The curiosity I have there is the balance between, let's say, he's 80%. So he can play, but he's not 100%. How comfortable are you with him going in that situation? where he maybe can't get out of the pocket quite as well as he has before, maybe can't protect himself as much, but he can go. Because I think the other side of that is he's only started eight games in this league. You would love for him to play these last three games to get more looks, more reps, and more preparation into an offseason in which I think you're handing him the keys as the quarterback of the future. So that is a very interesting decision. If he's not quite 100%, but he's capable of running out there, do you actually run him out there to get those reps, or do you try to protect him? But to me, if he's not going, I think it's Tannehill. I haven't seen any signs that they're bringing someone else in. I think we all know who Malik Willis is. So if it's not Tannehill, to me, that's a sign that they're tanking these final three games. And I don't think that's in the DNA of Mike Rabel or, frankly, Amy Adams Strunk in this organization. So I, I, my guess is if it's not Levis, I think it'll be Tannehill. So... He also talked about the offensive line play uh, yesterday at, at the uh, Monday press conference where uh, he was questioned about it and he kind of took a pass on it. He's like, you know, we'll, we'll evaluate in the offseason about the offensive line. Someone else asked him, well, you know, you always kind of say that. Do you think that's a cop-out? And he basically said, no, nah, it's not a cop-out. It's just, you know, what it is. Um, the, the offensive line, the fact is, you know, Steve, they replaced four out of the five pieces of the offensive line. The offensive line still looks like the offensive line basically from last year uh and they don't really have a good explanation other than the people that they signed did not work out is it it's boggling to me steve that they look about as bad as they did last year to you is it a little better than last year is it actually worse than last year oh i think it's considerably worse than wow (laughs) the running game on sunday was just about as bad as I've ever seen an NFL running game look. Derrick Henry had nine rushing yards, guys, and he had 27 yards after contact. Imagine if he made no one miss in the game. He would have he would have had the worst running game in the history of the league. It, it just, I mean, he got hit three yards behind the line of scrimmage basically on every run of the game, and somehow he got positive yards. So. For, I just laughed at the people who said Derrick Henry was washed in my mentions on Sunday because it's like, what do you want him to do? He could have been in a bulldozer and not run through the penetration of the line that the Texans had there. So I I think the line is much worse. A little bit of that is injuries where they are. I think a huge part of the problem last year on the offensive line was the injuries that happened. I mean, if Taylor Lewan was healthy all year last year, I think the offensive line is considerably better last year than it ended up being and way better than this year. But here's the thing, and they haven't said this, they won't say it, because I I think it comes across as throwing guys under the bus. But they were hamstrung this offseason. Yes, they tried to change the offensive line, and they whiffed in some places. I mean, they paid Andre Dillard, not like all pro numbers, but they played him to be a starter, and he's been awful. He's been benched because he was so bad. But when you look at it across the board, they moved Aaron Brewer to center, they drafted a first-round pick in Peter Skaronsky. You can quibble whether you should draft a guard 11th overall, but I think there's signs of promise there in the future. But the other positions are all essentially discount guys that have come in. I don't think they would start anywhere else in the league. 
That's Daniel Brunskill. That's Andre Dillard. That's Dylan Radins or Jalen Duncan. Go on and on and on down the list. The guys they've played at those other spots are not starters in this league, and they've been three of the five positions on the offensive line this year. And I don't think in those cases, other than Dillard, it's a poor evaluation of talent, like they just didn't get it right. I think that tells you they had no money. They were essentially signing other teams' backups, hoping that given the opportunity, those guys could fill the void and make this offensive line better. And you've watched it. They're backups. They don't make this line better. And so this offseason, when they have approaching $90 million, and now I think you feel like a starting center in Aaron Brewer and a starting left guard in Peter Skaronsky, they've got some things to work with there. Now, now whether that's drafting a left tackle in a top-10 pick, whether that's paying big money for a left tackle in free agency and, and then go, approaching the right side of the line, however they do it, I think they have the resources this offseason to actually approach it the right way, unlike a year ago. The question is, do you have faith that they will identify the right guys? Because that has not been done here for the last five or six years. Obviously, a lot of that's John Robinson. But Mike Grable was around for most of that when they were identifying Isaiah Wilson and Andre Dillard and those guys. Can Rand Carson and Mike Grable get it right? Does Derrick Henry know this is, the, this is it? Does he know that he's on the back nine? Does he know that, you know, this this is kind of coming towards the end here. Are you talking about in Tennessee or in his yeah, in Yeah, ten- no, 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 in Tennessee. I'm not saying in his yeah. career. No, 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 in Tennessee. Yeah, I, I certainly think he thinks he's got a lot of football left in him. And, that and I would agree with him, blocking, yes. Given any blocking, he's going to be a productive guy in someone's system somewhere. I've oscillated back and forth, Justin, really all season long whether I think the Titans want him back, whether I think the Titans need him back, or whether I think they're ready to move on. And I guess this week, after watching what happened on Sunday and then watching his post-game press conference, I guess I'm in the camp this week that I feel like it's coming to the end and that he may be ready for a fresh start and they may be ready to just move on to Tajay Spears and have this offense look considerably different with Will Levis next season. And so I guess that's where I sit at right now. But honestly, I'm not sure that decision has been made. I think they're just trying to get through the end of these three games, frankly. And then they'll have a real wholesale look at the roster, the choices they've got to make, how many guys they're going after in free agency on the line, what you're going to do at wide receiver, how you're going to use your draft picks, and those sort of things, and try to put together a plan and then maybe see if there's some money involved to keep Derrick Henry around. I think it would be a win with the fans, which wouldn't be a bad thing for them to think about right now, especially with the new stadium on the way. I think he can still be productive if they block it all for them. I just don't know if that's the way they want to go with their offense. And the thing about Henry is, if that's not, if you're not going to be sort of a run-first, bully-the-defense offense with a bruiser as your back, I'm not sure he works because he's a volume guy to me. Like He needs at least 15 carries a game to be effective at all in my mind. And I don't know that's the offense they want moving forward to give him 15 or 20 carries. So that, to me, is the ultimate decision that it's going to come down to. So tomorrow night, Kerber Vent Center, Belmont hosting Arkansas State. Is that right? 630? Yep, that's right. So, Need to bounce back. Had a tough yep. one in a 100-possession like, right? game down there yeah. at Sanford the other day. Sanford played great. Belmont didn't play so good. 
but they'll try and bounce back tomorrow night against a uh, Arkansas State team that's better than the record indicates, just 4-7, and seven, but they blew out UAB a week ago, and then they won at Louisville. And I know the Cardinals stink, but still, winning at Louisville when you're a non-Power 6 team I think is still impressive. Yeah, if you think Louisville stinks, uh, Vanderbilt's got a worse uh, ranking than, than Louisville. So, yeah. Yikes. Maybe those two teams should play. <laughs> Somebody's got to win. <laughs> That's right. And both of them could use it. Both of them could desperately. Maybe they should play each other six times or something. Steve, really appreciate it. How about a best of nine? Best of 11? I I don't think they could play enough, frankly. How about they just join their own little conference? Let that be their conference play all the rest of the year. Just play each other. We'll see. Probably they would split. you guys come up with the name for that league. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if it's arable. Steve, appreciate it as always. Mm. Uh, You have a Merry Christmas, and we'll talk to you next week. Merry Christmas, Steve. You bet, guys. You guys are my two favorite McFarlane. Merry Christmas and happy. <laughs> <laughs> Steve gets, Lehman, News Channel so 5. so many choices. Yes. We'll, uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. More of the McFarlane Show here live from Singletree Barbecue in Murfreesboro next here on Nashville Sports Radio. Attention high school sports fans, are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Tennessee needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. We all know that Nashville life can get hectic. In the middle of all the madness that is life, don't forget to take care of yourself. Treat yourself to Nashville's ultimate relaxation experience at Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel. With services for men and women, Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel is your one-stop shop for full-body treatment. Begin your experience in the exquisite relaxation room, then enjoy a full-body treatment or even a couple's massage before finishing in the salon. Located on the fourth floor of the Omni Nashville Hotel, Mokara Spa, to book your experience or gain information on packages, call Makara Spa today at 615-761-3600. Again, 615-761-3600. Or log on to theomnihotel.com. And with every booking, you'll have free valet parking and rooftop pool access to enjoy the Music City skyline. And through Labor Day, enjoy the fourth floor spa terrace for only $20. Makara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-617-0239. That's 800-617-0239. 
Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. I believe this franchise right now, unfortunately, is paying for the sins of a lot of bad draft picks and, and bad signs. You can only dodge that for so long. Would you think about going back-to-back years with your first-round pick and get nothing? Nothing. That's hard. That's a hard pill to swallow. It yeah. just is. McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Your exclusive National Sports Radio WNSR Skyscan forecast. For today, we'll have plenty of sunshine. The high temperature 42. Partly cloudy tonight, low 24. Wednesday, mostly sunny, high 54. Partly sunny Thursday. Utilizing the resources of the Willowbug Network on National Sports Radio, I'm WNSR's meteorologist, Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio WNSR. Text the Strike and Spare Studio now at 615-844-5600. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Indeed you are. We're down here in Murfreesboro, 2805 Old Fort Parkway. Single tree barbecue. Asking for your help. Would love for you to bring in some new blankets and gloves and socks and help the Christmas miracle. And Charlie Eblen, who owns this place, will give you a pork sandwich on the house. We'd really appreciate that. New MTSU football coach Derek Mason set to pop in here at 3 o'clock and sit down at the table with us and have a conversation. We're looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. Damon Keene is back at the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Adam Johnson is out here enjoying single tree Let's barbecue. Let's say, yeah, he's he is, out here eating. Okay. We can't even, we can't even talk to him. He's <laughs> just giving us the thumbs up. Work hard, play hard. Uh, the Music City Bowl. Yeah. Is uh, going to be played? December 30th. December, I was going to say, it's, it's always toggled back and forth. Yeah. Uh, it's December 30th this year. It's a day game. It is. Maryland and Auburn, mm-hmm. and it looks like the Terrapins starting quarterback is not going to be playing. No, it, it looks like uh, Tunga Valoa, their starting quarterback, and the Big Ten's all-time leading passer has opted out of the Music City Bowl as he prepares for the NFL Draft. That's according to their head coach, Mike Loxley. Uh, he said that on Tuesday afternoon. So um, they'll be going into the game without him. Uh, he finishes up his career with 11,356 passing yards, but apparently that's going to have to stand on its own. Which, by the way, listen, he's not unusual. He is one of many people who are opting out of playing in the bowl games. Uh, it is not uncommon for anyone who thinks they have a life in the NFL draft to opt out of bowl games. So he's just the latest. I understand Notre Dame's starting quarterback. I saw that a few days ago. Is, is doing the same, I believe. Uh, Pittman, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's also opting out uh, of the uh, of whatever their bowl game is. So uh, had a great career statistically, and we'll see where, where he goes in the draft. Yeah, I have, we're not there yet, but, you know, eventually we'll get to – Sure. Which, you know, I don't know how much time we'll spend on quarterbacks because, you know, I think we Seems both like believe we're pretty set. Yeah. Yeah, that the Titans are not no look, no matter what they think, I, I just in out, incomplete, I don't I don't think it's gonna be enough for them 
to determine one way or the other. Like, Will Levis is going to be the quarterback next year. They're going to need question. more time Without to question. figure out what they have. In other words, they're not going three straight years of yeah. drafting a quarterback, trading no. up no. and getting a quarterback. No. So no. That, that's not going to happen. If they do something, it may be late round. It may be, you know, sixth round or something. But in all honesty, they have so many needs they elsewhere. Don't need with I, I don't yes. see why they would invest draft capital into a quarterback at this point. I completely agree. Don't don't even waste it. They have so much to address. It's, I mean, well, as again, we'll get into it. Yeah. But there are so many positions. I mean, they're really what are they good at? Other than we just said they're not going to draft a quarterback. What are they good at? Like, nah, we don't need to. Well, the punter was really good up until a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> well, you know uh, what? By the way, the guy, the guy that yeah. they've been using, I don't even know. Tyler, I don't even know his I name. It's Ty. Ty, Ty whatever. Yeah. He's actually done all right. Yeah, he's done pretty good. I mean, he's not Stonehouse no, good. No, he's not but, Stonehouse good. But, but he's no, done he's, all right. No, he's actually held up pretty well, yeah. you know, in all honesty. Their coverage hasn't been very good. No, but that, that has nothing to do with him. No, no. You know, it's just, you know. You have a standard time. He doesn't seem slow on the punt, no, no slower than anybody else. No. They're having a coverage issue for whatever the reason, and now we're starting to, you know, they've already fired the special teams coach, so is it a player issue um, or is it a coverage issue? I, 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 don't, I don't know enough to, to, to answer that really definitively, but, um, it, it, you know, other than that, what are they good at? You know, the pass rush at times has looked good, but – not not great. You don't have Tart anymore. You just said probably move on from Danico Autry. I would. Yeah. So he's a win now guy. They're not in win now mode. Yep. So why are we sticking around with a thirty three year old defensive lineman? That doesn't make any sense to me. Me who's personally, gonna, who's having a great year. Absolutely. Who's going to want to get paid? Who's going to want to get paid? And rightfully so. Yep. And he should go to a win now team somewhere. That, who's ready to compete right now? Yep. Who needs some pass rush? Uh, who can go get that done? So no, if I were him, I'd. Get out of here. I really would. Uh, you heard us bring up Tierra Tart with Steve Lehman. We talked about it yesterday on the show. It looks like he has been uh, picked up by the Texans, by the way. That is Titans interesting. still have to play the Texans. Yeah. One more time. So that's an interesting move. By the way, something else, and we'll get in, we don't have with everything going on here, but I'm putting this out there. It's something that I want to get into tomorrow, Darren. So okay. this is a verbal reminder and reminder for myself. There's a lot of hurt out there about these Houston Oilers uniforms, and somebody of note uh, on the national stage has, has given a take about Nashville that I want to respond to. Okay. Not today. Okay. We've got a lot going on. We have a special guest here, but I'm putting that out there tomorrow. I, I want to get into okay. that a little bit uh, about these Houston Oilers jerseys that are out there. We can do that. We'll come back. We will wrap up the first hour of the McFarland Show here from Singletree Barbecue in Murfreesboro. Don't forget Derek Mason coming up at 3 o'clock live and in person. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? 
and you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through Hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. In the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. The TSU Tigers men's basketball team of fifth-year coach Penny Collins are coming off a top three OVC finish last season and looking for much more this season. Led by preseason all-conference guards Marcus Fitzgerald and Kenyon Hodges, the Tigers face an impressive non-conference schedule that includes Oregon, Lipscomb, Austin P, Indiana State, and Liberty and tip off a league play on December 28th at Gentry Center versus UT Martin. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson on all of the games this season right here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Titans fans, Preds fans, we have you covered. The McFarland Show. Rolling along, MTSU football coach Derek Mason set to join us to begin the second hour of the program. We are live at Singletree Barbecue down here in Murfreesboro, 2805, Old Fort Parkway. Darren and Justin here with you. Adam Johnson over there with Grandpa Pogue, Pat Sperduto, Cosmos Perduto. Now we've got Charlie Eblen, who owns this fine establishment. Charlie, thank you so much for having us out today. What a great barbecue place. Well, thank you for coming to hang out with me. I appreciate you having me. We said uh, at the beginning of the show, the little, you know, tutorial, is that that the right word? I don't know. Lesson. 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 (laughs) The education you gave us. Yes. uh, Yeah, I'm just glad there wasn't a test or a quiz because I might have. Might have failed, but we learned a lot. That Barbecue really cool. is uh, far more technical than people think it is. Mm. <laughs> and this is your sure. passion. It is. It is. I absolutely love it. It's uh, it's it's one of the most thing, one of the most challenging things I've ever done to get right consistently. 
right? Anybody can anybody can cook a hamburger pretty good on a regular basis. Mm. But when you're cooking for, you know, 8, 9, 10, 12, 16 hours, yeah. it's real hard to, to be consistent day in and day out. Um, and then when, when you're cooking, you know, hundreds of pounds of meat every day, it makes it even more harder to, to be that consistent to where you can do it every single day. How so. long have you been here? So the restaurant has been open since February 1st. Okay. Wow. Um, we've had the business since it's a great day. So Pogue, he opens this place on February 1st. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have a celebration. You give out, do you have a free birthday? Celebration. <laughs> okay. I'm about to say, Pogue says we'll be here. We have the same birthday. Okay. It's February 1st. Very cool. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Very cool. What a great day. Yeah. So, But you started off, it was more what? Food trucks, is catering, that right? Catering. catering and food truck, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Started as a catering and and uh, out of the, I was slinging turkeys out of my backyard for uh, 2020 of wow. Thanksgiving. Wow. Um, we grew from that to having uh, the catering business and a food truck. Um, then we had a concession stand at MTSU. Uh, then we parked the trailer full time and had that, the food truck, the catering stand, or the, the concession stand. Um, then we started a podcast called Singletree Nation. Um, now we got this February of last year, and we're keeping our fingers crossed for 2024 to continue to grow the catering side of the business and the okay. restaurant, as well as open up another location yet to be determined okay. here, in, All here, right. here in the near future. All right. So, All right. Yeah. Never know. Gotta, yeah. We just got a scoop. I mean, listen. I mean, it, well, when the food tastes like that, I know. then why not? Why not spread the joy, <laughs> both to and fro, you know, all over everywhere? Um, no, seriously, we appreciate you having us here. We'll be right back with hour number two. The new Texas law making entering the state illegally a crime under state law, giving police and judges powers to enforce it. The ACLU and the Texas Civil Rights Project suing. Utility crews restoring electricity after the storm. Too late for the owner of a restaurant in the coastal community of Situate, Massachusetts. The owner, Mary Ellen Stoddard, came in this morning and found a lot of food spoiled. This is a tough week for this to happen. It's tough anytime it happens, but... Christmas week is is brutal because, you know, it's a very busy time of year. Google agrees to pay $700 million and make other concessions to settle allegations that it had been stifling competition against its Android app store. The deal with states was in September. The settlement's details just out. Forty trucks carrying not aid but commercial food and other items crossed into the Gaza Strip today. This is a Palestinian border crossing spokesman to ABC News. This is ABC News. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo GOAT, G-O-A-T Acronym Stands for Greatest of All Time As in Spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave Dad, you're the GOAT You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same Visit AdoptUSKids.org Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Adopt U.S. Kids and the Ad Council You've heard the buzz about IT jobs and cybersecurity and AI, right? Why not prepare for a career in these fields and take advantage of the high demand? You could enjoy a more rewarding and recession-resistant lifestyle. Train in just a few short months at My Computer Career. No experience necessary. Already in IT? Skill up for positions employers need to fill. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Financial aid is available for qualified students, including the GI Bill. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. 
Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is at the heart of Music City. Located within walking distance of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Bar Lines at the Omni is your downtown honky-tonk destination. Watch your team for many seat on their plentiful HD TVs and catch a live show on the Bar Lines stage featuring live music seven days a week. Bar Lines has the ultimate southern comfort food. Get started with classic fried green tomatoes or bourbon barbecue wings. Then it's on to the massive Smashville double stack or the world famous bar lines grinder oh you've never heard of the bar lines grinder two kinds of cheese lettuce dijon smoked turkey smoked bacon smoked ham now that's some smoke you want local brews and local spirits are on tap at bar lines take a seat on the patio outside and soak up the rhythm of music city bar lines at the omni nashville hotel fifth avenue downtown You can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Drop me the money! Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Oh, I need that. Now, the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Beautiful Tuesday afternoon here in Music City. Welcome to hour number two of the McFarland Show. Darren and Justin, we are live in Murfreesboro, 2805 Old Fort Parkway. We're at Single Tree Barbecue. It's pretty quiet in here because everybody's eating. Yes. And they're enjoying the food. That's when you know the food is good. I think it's quiet. It is really good. People just keep eating. (laughs) And the smell is amazing. Adam Johnson is alongside he is now surfaced from the table yes. wiping off his mouth yes he has uh, enjoyed the food uh, hopefully coach Derek Mason will be here in just a moment new MTSU football coach we're excited about that Damon Keene is back at the strike and spare family fund center studio 615-844-5600 we've got Pat's Perduto we've got Cosmos Perduto here in the house we've got Grandpa Pogue who has uh, not been on the show Greg and John's uh, show uh, the last two days because his daughter just had their first baby, and so that's why we're calling him Grandpa Pogue. Grandpa Pogue. It so is congratulations. Fantastic. Grandpa Pogue. That is fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic news, and I'm sure he'll share all about it coming up here uh, when he returns to the air. Um, but we're, we're, we're thrilled for him and for the rest of the family uh, after they welcome in the, the healthy and strong uh, baby uh, baby girl who's uh, come into the world. Fantastic. We got Michigan in the house, man. and um, who's got his MTSU. Awesome to meet him. The man behind the Very voice. Very prideful of yes. the blue. Hey, listen. The man behind the voice and many jokes and uh, and and great radio rants. So it's fantastic to meet Michigan in in person. Is that baby Michigan next to him? Although he's not a baby, no. He's not a baby. No, no, not a baby. No, not no. a baby at all. No. I see that. That much is clear. Son, Michigan. Son, Michigan. There, that, that could work. <laughs> yeah, but not not a baby in in any stretch. We are asking you if you are in the area and you could help us. We certainly could use it. Uh, we've already. 
had uh, a nice donation already, mm-hmm. uh, boxes of good stuff. And if you could come in here with some new blankets or new gloves or new socks, uh, we would greatly appreciate it. We will hand it out to those who are less fortunate and could certainly use our help on Christmas morning. And if you can do that, uh, Charlie Eblen, who owns this place, who went to MTSU, he's a proud uh, MTSU guy, um, would more than happy to give you a uh, free pork sandwich, courtesy of Single Tree Barbecue. Well, it looks like we're in a little bit of a stall, Justin, okay. while we wait for Coach Mason. So if that you happens. want to, you know, get on your uh, soapbox, I'd love to hear it because you I haven't mean, told me where you're going yeah, with because, this. Well, I would need to set it up because okay. I, I would need I, so you, I would you have want a clip? to. You have oh, a clip? Yeah, I have okay. a clip, okay. which, you know, I haven't prepared all of our people for okay, with gotcha. all of that. But, you know, but I will say, you know, we can start If you want to wait until tomorrow, that's fine. Yeah, you can start. Uh, by the way, I'm just being told. So What's Coach up? Mason will be here in probably five, ten minutes, probably more like ten minutes. So maybe, maybe we'll do – uh, take a break before we're expecting him here. So we got a segment here. So we got a segment yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. If you if you want, I'll be more than happy to go to something I said with Steve Lehman. It's up to you. If you want to save it for tomorrow, we let's can save do it for it. tomorrow. Okay. We can save it for tomorrow. Let, let's go to something that you you said something from uh, Steve. I I brought up to Steve because I've heard this to me laughable and it's been it has been more than just coming from one place. I have heard multiple people in this town and on national platforms, multiple people, lots, say, if I was Ryan Tannehill, I wouldn't even oh, play that, in front of this offensive noise. line. Okay. I'd tell yeah. them, I'm worried about my future. I'm trying to find my next landing spot. What? Listen. So if I heard a one-off, Justin, yeah. I would just, you know, I would ignore it. Like, we hear silly sure. stuff all the time. Sure. If I heard it from two people, okay, you know, that's two silly takes of her. But when you just hear it over and over in the last 24 to 48 hours, I'm like, what world are you living in where you're paying a man $35 million who's barely played this year and is now the backup and the starter is hurt and you're you're like, no, and you you want him to stand up and be like, no, I'm good? Yeah. Not, not only but, that. hey, go on, keep giving me those big fat checks that I've just been holding the clipboard for most of the season. Like, get out of here with that stuff. Not only that, last time we saw Ryan Tannehill, did he look like the second coming of Joe Montana? Last time we saw no, Ryan I don't Tannehill, so. no. did he look like Johnny Unitas out there? Did he look like Tom two. Brady nope. out there last time we saw Ryan nope. Tannehill? So if he was trying to put his best, best foot forward to go on to another team, that that's indeed what he wants to do. Because, by the way, we did the calculations. He's made $195 million as a quarterback in the National Football League. So he can easily retire at the end of all of this but if he decides <laughs> and, never and never work again but if he decides he wants to go play football somewhere else it would behoove him perhaps to put himself on tape looking a touch bit better than the last time that we saw him so if i were him and if i wanted to continue my career i would want to get out there no matter what the circumstances were even if he had to snap the ball to himself and go out there on the five mississippi count <laughs> And throw the ball. I would want to get out there on tape and just put myself on tape. And if we can work out something with the ref and just say, okay, can we do a five Mississippi count or on the blitz? Can and then they have a, to go blitz. Can we do a three Mississippi count on the blitz? You know, I would, I would work something out 
you know, just so I can put myself on tape looking a little bit better than the last time we saw him. That's for me. Now, if he was out there and he was lights out last time we saw him, and if he had already thrown for 3,000 yards and had 20 touchdowns and two interceptions and had a QBR rating that was through the roof, if he had all that, then it's understandable. If he had the – we just talked about uh, Tunga Valoa, the uh, Maryland quarterback who's not playing, who's already thrown for 11,000 yards in the Big Ten. He's the Big Ten all-time leader in passing yards. He's got nothing left to prove, so he's going on to the NFL. If Ryan Tannehill was in that situation where he had nothing left to prove, that can understand why he wouldn't want to come back. But he's got plenty to prove. So if I were him, I would want to play, even if I've got to take shotgun snaps and then seven-step drops after the shotgun snap to give myself more time. I would want to do that versus not playing. That's just me. What about people who say, no, don't want him to play because don't want to take a chance on them winning? What do you say? to, to Because there's also those people, too, like... No, put in Malik. That'll you know they have a better chance of losing with Malik than listen, Ryan Tannehill. Listen, listen, listen. What you're asking yourself is the real question is because you want to you want to lose why? Because you get a better draft, draft pick. pick. Okay, yeah. cool. The the real question is what are you going to do with said draft pick if you get it? Because we have because again we have been here through the long game. Mm-hmm. We've been here through the long game. The two of us. We have had pick number two, pick number three. Pick number six, I can remember. Uh, Pat Sperduto has been uh, with the Titans whenever they were picking very high. Well, I'm, I'm, okay. right? I'm just, I'm just saying. You know, listen. the the pick The pick is important. Don't get me, don't get me wrong. But what, what's more important is what you decide to do with said pick uh, when you decide when you decide to get here. And, you know, and, and to me, that's, that's where the, the rubber really meets the road. So whether or not the Titans have pick number 12 versus pick number 6 or 7, to me, is that really that big of a deal? I mean, I guess you're going to miss out on one of the offensive tackles or whatever it is. But, I mean, this, seem, this draft seems to be pretty deep in both territories. So you're not going to get Marvin Harrison. Um, nope. We already established that. You're probably not going to get the kid from Notre Dame who's rumored to be the number one offensive tackle. So if yep. you're not going to get him, the Alt. John Alt kid yep. uh, whose father played in the NFL, if you're not going to get him, you're not going to get Harrison, whose father also played in the NFL at a mm-hmm. Hall of Fame uh, clip. I think the next receiver, from what I've seen, this is still a little bit early sure. for this talk, is I think the kid from LSU. LSU or the kid from Florida was State. Was Neighbors? Is that right? Uh, I think right? so. Yeah. I've seen the kid from LSU. I've seen the kid from Florida State as a possibility as well, and a couple of other guys from uh, Alabama on the offensive line and from Georgia. On yeah, the but offensive here's line. the deal, Justin. Yeah. If we were again, I guess we've gone there. We keep saying it's too early for this, but here we are going down that rabbit hole. Well, sure. I mean, if you're it's, asking it's me, I don't care what the if it's six, if it's four, well, if, if it's eight, whatever it is. Don't they now that we've known now that we've seen this? Don't they have to take a left tackle now? It's no, very clear. No, they don't. Why? And and round one? You want to keep doing what they've been doing at left tackle you since can, Taylor you can, you can take him in the second round. You don't have to take him in the first round. You can take him in the second round. You're saying, Ooh. do they have to take uh, offensive linemen in the first round? Well, not offensive no. linemen. No, offensive in particular, tackle. a left tackle. Do they have to take a left tackle? with the, No, they don't. No, they don't have to take one. Not if they think they see a generational talent either at wide receiver or the other big position of need defensive back. If you think you've got a defensive back that you just don't think is going to be there, and, and you know, listen, we got the professional people in the building with us. It depends on where the draft is deeper. 
you know, from what we have seen so far, and we, we don't know, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're called general sports assignment. We're not draft experts per se, but the, the draft community has told us that this draft in particular is deep at offensive tackle and at wide receiver. We have not heard a lot about defensive backs. So if you've got a defensive back who's high up there. They need that too. And if he's not going to be there in the second or third round, then no, they can pick a defensive back. No, and they need one real bad. This is a team that just traded an all-pro defensive back a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, he's got another one that's, you know, probably not going to be back. I think we just hit on the top three. I mean, it's got to be, in my opinion, left tackle. It's got to be a receiver. Yeah, it's got to be someone in the secondary. It's got to be a corner. Like they, they have to, right? You like would those think are, those are three. Those are the three that they, they have to tackle. But what happens first. if they come along and pick a center, or if they oh. come along and pick a linebacker? Why well, they or an edge rusher? You don't. You typically don't. And I know it's happened. You typically don't take centers in the first round. Yeah, typically. And but maybe I know center, it's Maybe center's too far. What if they picked an edge rusher or a big defensive lineman, a defensive end or something like that? These are all things we're going to be talking about for the next little bit. Yeah. No, I I, I just I, I found that to be um, strange to hear people. And I get – I understand the part about the losing part, but, like, you know, to say that if I were him, I wouldn't like, get out of here with that stuff. Oh, no. And here's the no, deal. He needs to play. Like – Mike Vrabel, they need to win. Like he, he needs to win. Like he has no interest in. He wants to win. Right. Well, I'm just saying, coaches and staffs, they have no interest in draft position. They're they know they oh, have to no, keep. No, they have no, to no, win yeah, games. No. Like he lost. They lost their last seven games of the season last year. Yeah. You, you and what? You're going to be a five win or six win team. By the way, that's two straight years. Yeah, I don't care what you think about him in this league. Well. You, you you start becoming on a hot seat no matter what people think about you. Here's the, you have here, two losing seasons in a row. Here's the quiet part that no one has said out loud yet in regards to them. They're 0-4 in the division, Darren. Yeah. They're 0-4 in the division. They can go over in the division. And, 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 and you know the emphasis that Mike Vrabel puts on division play. They could go over 6 in the AFC South. And I know that's not something they want to do at all. I, I know that's a that's a point of emphasis. So you know we'll we'll see. But you know it, right now, you know and and the Seahawks who played last night won a game last night with their backup quarterback over a good Eagles team. You know they're not going to be pushovers at all when they come in here. They're going to be very motivated and have a lot to play for when they get here. How about Drew Locke? Go out there just being like a throw-in. In that trade, yeah, <laughs> just a throwing. Yeah, ah, but you're giving us your your quarterback. Yeah, I mean, we'll give you Drew Lock here. Yeah, here's Drew Lock. Yeah. You know, and for all his worth. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, we got. Oh, we need him. <laughs> wait, hey. a minute, wait a minute. Why do you play like that here? Well, well, yeah. well. There's some. There's, there's, a re- some, there's a reason. Some situations going on. Uh huh. So yeah, nice win for them, by the way. It was. We'll do our NFL top ten tomorrow on the show because uh, Eagles have lost. What two games in a row now? Real, real quick or, or three? Is real that, quick on the Eagles. Is that three I, I in think a row? it's three. Three in them. a row. Yeah. Real quick on that loss uh, last night for the Eagles. The winning touchdown catch for Seattle, uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Yeah. Uh, the rookie Ohio who State. a lot of Titans fans mm-hmm. were coveting. Yep. Came up with a beautiful, a beautiful catch in the corner of the end zone last night for the game winner for the Seahawks. Um, and instead, the Titans got you know Saransky, um, which you know, listen. 
the, it's the draft. It doesn't matter about where the pick is. It's about the right pick in the in the spot, wherever the spot is. There are good players to be had. It's just about where you gotta, who are you gonna pick? What what's your scouting? What's your priority? What are you focused in on? That that's the key. Yep, no doubt about it. All right, uh, let's do this. We'll uh, we'll take a break. Hopefully, uh, Coach Mason will be here on the other side. We are live here today at Singletree Barbecue. We're excited to be here in Murfreesboro, 2805 Old Fort Parkway. Would love to see you pop in here before we get out of here today. It's a beautiful day here in Middle Tennessee, and we'd love for you to help us out a little bit. Um, asking for some new blankets or new gloves or new socks, uh, some folks who could use it on Christmas morning, and certainly we will hand uh, that stuff out on Christmas morning. We'll take a break and uh, we will continue here in Murfreesboro live. This is the McFarland Show, Nashville Sports Radio. And now Paramount Roofing and Exteriors is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by Paramount Roofing and Exteriors, serving Middle Tennessee. For all your roofing and exterior needs, give the pros a call today at 615-635-1790. 615-635-1790. That's Paramount Roofing and Exteriors, LLC. Going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it, the price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. Hey, this is Darren. And this is Justin. And we are the McFarland weekdays from 2 until 4 p.m. And we want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. Hey, this is Damon Keene, producer for the McFarland Show, and I want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Hey, along with Pat Cook, John Burton, Greg Pogan, the Greg Pogan, John Burton Show, all of us wishing everybody the best of holiday seasons and even better 2024. 2023 was a great year. We're looking forward to more fun in 2024, and we thank you for your loyal listenership. We love the interaction. Keep the phone calls coming. Indeed. Holidays are about family. We consider our listeners very much a part of our family. Thank you for listening, and all the best during this holiday season from the Greg Pogan, John Burton Show. I'm Joe Fisher from the Mid-State Checkdown High School Football Game of the Week. From our family at WNSR to yours, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays and a Happy New Year. 
Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com. Or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. This is the Greg Fogue and John Burton Show. I'm not surprised, and I think Kevin Byard gets it. Producer Debbie is the, not happy. The, well, she shouldn't be when they ran off Jeff Fisher, that no one was happy about that because everybody loved him. It, it was all business. He's due $14 million next year, okay? Not going to be on the roster next year. Get something for him. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton, WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. You're listening to The McFarland Show live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. Having a good time on this Tuesday afternoon here at Singletree Barbecue in Murfreesboro. We are The McFarlands, Darren and Justin. Damon Keene is back in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Adam Johnson is alongside, and we are awaiting um, new MTSU football coach Derek Mason, who is about to come in here. See him through the door. And sit down. There he is right sharp there. Sharp dressed as always. The man right there. He has made it. <laughs> coach, have a seat. Come on in, Coach. Slide on the headset. Good to see you, sir. So Slide on in. Let's welcome in new uh, MTSU football coach, which is still I'm getting used to. Derek Mason. Hey, sorry I'm late, fellas, but let me tell you something. If if anybody told me about this traffic around here. Yeah. <laughs> you, didn't, you haven't been warned? Oh, man. Well, now you know. Well, you know, generally I'm in my office until I go in when it's dark and I come out when it's dark. So, <laughs> so you so, don't fight this stuff. I don't fight this stuff. So for me, um, coming out in the daylight right now, I, I sort of feel like Groundhog's Day, huh? <laughs> I'm trying to stick my head above water and actually, you know, like above the ground and see exactly what's going on. So, but so glad to be here. Um, and so great to um, uh, be in this building, sit down, uh, talk all things MTSU and, and be with some good dudes being able to do it, man. It's, it's been a minute. Yeah, well, I was there for the press conference. People in this area are excited. Right. I could tell United, the yeah. university is excited. Right. Um, it's funny. We had Steve Lehman on from News Channel 5 in the last hour. He was there at the press conference. We, we were sitting there talking before you got up on stage. And, and actually, we walked in together. And he said that he had ran it. The last time he had talked to you, he had asked you about, you know, what you were doing with right. television. You're like, man, I like this. And, and I, don't, I don't know if I'm going to get back into coaching. And right. Steve was like, well, I guess, you know, he was ready to get back into coaching. And I said, or maybe experiencing the media side of things. It, he was like, I'm getting back into coaching. I don't want anything to do with this media and broadcasting stuff. You know, to be honest, it, it wasn't like it was uh, a planned event. I think for me, calling games was a blast. Dave Neal, the mm-hmm. pro's pro. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Taylor Davis, uh, Auburn grad, uh, terrific up-and-coming uh, star uh, in the broadcast industry. For me um, – it was great to be on on location 
at uh, universities, looking behind the scenes, talking to guys, men who I had gone against uh, throughout my career, and just being able to talk ball. But um, there's there's always a little something missing. I think as I had a chance to get through the season, um, studying tape and watching games and preparation and calling games, all that was was fun. Um, it was new, and I think new is learning, right? And we get better, you know, when we're able to challenge ourselves. But um, for me, I spent Thursdays uh, really on the phone with, or actually on Zoom with Leslie Frazier, who stepped away from the Buffalo Bills, and um, my defense coordinator now, Brian Stewart, um, who coached in the XFL last year but has NFL experience as well. And we were just talking, we spent the season just talking about defenses. So we went back through Buffalo season, we went back through uh, Stu's XFL season, and then we, we looked at some of uh, our film. And as we were going through it, the ball piece started to come together, right? Mm-hmm. You're talking ball. And I didn't think it'd be that way. I stepped away from ball like, for a reason. I just needed a break. And right now... Um, just having had an opportunity to go through the season, uh, calling games, seeing folks, looking behind the curtain, I, mean, I was energized. I really was. And I didn't think this opportunity was coming. I didn't. I probably saw myself going back to the NFL if I was going to coach at all. But I think uh, Dr. McPhee, I believe Dr. McPhee and Chris uh, had a plan when they talked to me about how they saw MTSU. And I think I had a plan about how I wanted to do it if the opportunity presented itself. And I think those two sort of uh, – those two things converged when we had a chance to talk. I think it was fireworks. And I think from then on – because this thing happened fast. From then on, that thing just shot through the roof. And that's really what, what happened. That's how I got back here. It wasn't like it was two weeks or three weeks and premeditated. It was like 72 hours. And it was like bang, bang, bang. And I didn't want to be away from my family anymore to coach football. Um, I've, I've given the greater part of my life to – going other places to coach football and make it happen. Right now, man, I get the best of both worlds. I get a chance to coach a football team, build a program, do it in a place that I'm somewhat familiar with, and do it with my family um, not far away uh, for right now. And they never moved, right? They never moved. Because you went, you did a Auburn, Oklahoma State, right. and SEC Network and television, and they, they were here the whole time? Whole time. Yeah. Whole time. And, and look, we're, we're all real people, so here's what we understand. The only thing that we're running out of is time. You know, like time, time is not an unrenewable resource for us. And so for me, uh, it made more sense to, to, to look at opportunities, especially this one. You know, like was the Lord speaking to me? Was there an opportunity in this whole thing to be like, okay, this is where you're meant to be because uh, there, there were other opportunities out there. And I'm, nah, nah, that's not it. That's not it. And, you know, of all places, MTSU – and I thought it was a perfect fit. I'm blue collar. They're blue collar. It's time for us to, you know, get that action and get to work. Be Blue Raiders now. We are Blue Raiders. Blue Raider Nation <laughs> out there in full effect. We coming. All right. You you said you you you're you're your coordinator. So you're you're putting together that staff. Yeah. Which you know I I don't know how that works, and that's why I'm going to ask this. Yeah. You, even if you don't know, if even if you're in flux with, uh, maybe I'll do this again. Maybe I won't. Do you always carry around? Like a list in your back pocket, like do you have or have an idea? Like, if this happens again, these are some cats I'm going to be talking to about joining my staff. Is that how it works? Yeah, it it is how it works. You know, I looked at that like some years ago, and I was sitting sitting at home, uh, 
watching something, and then my agent called, and he was like, hey, look, uh, what are you doing? I was like, ah, nothing, just, just, just scribbling. And he was like, well, um, I got an event. You know, why don't you come on down to my event? And I was like, okay. So I went down to his event, and I got asked that question about uh, – it, it, it was a young uh, coach's event, and he wanted me to speak, and so we were talking about uh, just, just the industry. And it, it clicked as I was talking. I said, bullpen. You know, you have to have a coach's bullpen. You have to have a deep bullpen of coaches um, uh, in your mind who you, you'd want to work with, okay, I mean, you saw work or guys that you think are up and coming. And you got to put that list together and you got to keep that list because you don't know when your opportunity comes. And I think so many coaches get caught off guard with not having a coach's bullpen or, or a list of coaches in their back pocket that gives them a chance uh, to, to really get it right. Because when you get it wrong, it costs too much. It can cost you a season. And a season in college football with, with uh, fan bases and with the way college football is going right now, you don't have that time. So everything has got to be moving forward. I haven't talked to you, Coach, in about five years. It's been a minute. It's been a year. The last time I, talk, I talked to you was after the uh, Christian Ambercombe game with uh, Tennessee State. Yeah. And you and Rod Reed have been talking, and the last thing you looked at me, you said, Rod Reed is a good man. Um, and you were very impassioned about your relationship, right. uh, not just with Rod Reed, but with a lot of coaches That's of, right. uh, around the league. And I can tell you kind of really connect with that coaching fraternity. It seems like you stayed in contact even after you got out of coaching or whatever. You kind of never really lost the fire, or you guys all kind of stayed connected even after uh, the, the lights went off, so to speak. Yeah, like more so uh, a lot of times, you know, your family checks on you, but uh, the coaching fraternity checked on me in full force. I mean, Dabo Sweeney, Kirby Smart, uh, Eli Drinkwitz. I mean, all, all the guys in the conference – we're like, Mace, man, you good. And I, and I was like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I just need this time. And, uh, like, they, they weren't talking about jobs. They just said, hey, listen, why don't you come up, uh, you know, and watch spring ball? Hey, why don't you come up for a weekend and, you know, just come to the lake house? Or I'll come yeah, just if, – if you have any time, just, just come hang out. And, you know, sometimes as a coach, you, you need that, especially when, when it's that time to step away. I think too many times, man, we can stay too long. And in this process, I, I, I would advise a coach, if he has, ever has an opportunity to take a hiatus, take a hiatus. You know, like truthfully, I, I, I think you become better because of it because we're always on the hamster wheel now. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as you take the job, man, you're, you're rolling, and that thing doesn't stop, right? You go from recruiting to coaching to, uh, you know, man, working on, like what spring ball is going to look like, and then your player run practices, and then back to recruiting, and then uh, all of a sudden it's the season. And that cycle has sped up with early signing periods, mm-hmm. late signing periods. Yeah. Okay, so there's less time than there's ever been in college football for coaches to actually have family time. So, so I mean, in this process, uh, like what I learned was not only was the coaching fraternity um, thinking about me, but but it really energized me too. The invites, the opportunities. Um, Dan Mullen uh, was on, and 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 Dan Mullen had had gotten into the media space of being co- or of calling games, and mm-hmm. uh, me and him spent time together as we were both asked to participate in the mock college football playoff committee um, that happened a couple of months ago, um, and that was a great exercise. And me and Dan just shared like information, like what did we learn uh, through the process, and I think that's what it's about. Um, Gene Chiswick was the one that told me to maybe go in the media 
Mm. He said, hey, mm. hey, look, you may you may step in the media and find that you never you never want to go back to coaching because media is that good. But, um, you know, for me, I love media. Um, I may do that again someday. Um, I'm thankful for the opportunity, Lee Fitting, ESPN, the SEC Network, uh, Commissioner Sankey. But right now, it's all about coaching. So, man, I got a squad, um, and I got a great program. I got a great community and a wonderful city um, and to do it in. So it's time for me to go. Let's talk about recruiting in particular in Rutherford County. During your opening press conference, there were a couple of moments there where I can almost, and I wasn't there, Darren was there, but I can almost feel the room, Coach, breathing. Right. And when you said the emphasis on recruiting within Rutherford County and keeping some of the talent here. Right. I could almost feel the room like, yeah. It was that's, real. That's what we want. Um, where are you talking about in particular? I'm not asking you to call out coaches or whatever high schools, but why is that such a, such a big point? Why do you think the community feels like that's such a high point of emphasis? I remember some years ago I ran into Mookie Betts. Yes. Okay. Sure. And, and, and we had a conversation, you know, because Mookie, talented player, you know, came right out of high school, did his thing. And, and he just talked about his love for the Mid-State area. Okay. And then some years later, I would see Jalen Ramsey, you know, been, been worked through that process. And then Jawan Williams. And then I started, to, I started to see Jacoby and all these athletes coming out. And, and really for me, you know, some of these guys were going to other places, right? I mean, Keyshawn Vaughn. Uh, like some years ago, mm -hmm. uh, went up to Illinois um, because I recruited him, and then he came back home. And I saw firsthand how a young man who grew up in that city, uh, Keyshawn Vaughn, Jawan Williams, they came to Vandy, and really their fan bases wanted to come watch them play because they, they were from that neighborhood. They were from that area. And, like, to me, that let me know exactly what this state is. This state cares about its own. This area cares about its own. And having had relationships with Creasy, with Brunetti, with uh, Rodney Salisbury over in Memphis, um, Tennessee people are passionate about football. But when you look at the talent that comes out of the mid-state area, it's almost second to none. So with that being said, these people want to see. I don't care if it's going to Memphis. I don't care if it's going to um, uh, Liberty or or you know, group of five, power of five, these people want to see it stay home. So um, if Vanderbilt can't do it, okay, if Tennessee has to do something else, well, then that means we can clean up. So let's go clean up, man. Let's make it about us. And one in six MTSU grads, okay, in Nashville, okay, reside in that area. We got to get them back. Yeah. So from the Ville to the borough, it's important that we get our fan base back. 20,000 strong is MTSU, and uh, it's important that this area, this community, uh, like really gets a chance to get behind something that it believes in. And I believe MTSU is that program. We haven't won a championship. It'd be great to bring a championship home. I just saw what Coach Bernetti did for Pearl Cone down yeah. there in the city. Boy. Of man, he's been doing it 15 years. This is the first one he brought home. Yeah. So I think that's the goal. The goal is to make the city proud, and if we can make the city proud, we do everything like in between to really build this Murfreesboro community uh, to be really what it can become. All right, Coach, I'm going to ask you. All right, hold on. Now I'm going to ask you to the end, and we're going we go go somewhere here for just a second. Yeah, give it to me. All right, there are some people who have spoken to me who say 
I don't know about Derek Mason. He didn't do too well at Vandy. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to be the right person at MTSU because he didn't do nothing at Vandy. Why would he do anything at MTSU? How do you respond to those people? You know what? The, the response is in the work. You know, I mean, I, I think there's much. You look at Vanderbilt and, and, you know, during my time there, and I was there seven years, but the reality was we, we went to a couple of bowl games, and, you know, I think Vandy's been to seven bowl games in the school history. Okay, Um, and we beat Tennessee three years in a row, and that's never been done. So, I mean, we beat Georgia, okay, uh, at Georgia, and I don't know the last time Vandy's done that. So, for me, I I look at my time at Vandy. I thought we made strides. I thought we did some of the things that we had to do. We were slowed by COVID, okay, and and some other processes, um, the promises of buildings and other things were going to happen. And let me tell you something, facilities do matter. They matter in this day and age when you're talking about recruiting and trying to compete at a high level. It just does. So, I mean, I'm happy that Vanderbilt's now moving in that direction, but MTSU is going in that direction too. And for me, um, I'm in alignment with the leadership. I think there at some at, at some point in time, um, athletics, especially football, was sort of a, an, an afterthought. You know, we'll do it. We'll look at it. We'll see, you know, man, what we can do, and we'll support it. You know, if it can do exactly what it needs to do, and and that's that's not that's not what they wanted in terms of uh, winning. It's not what I wanted in terms of uh, like full-on support because I think when you have alignment, you have a chance for success. So in moving forward, um, I've been to places, I've seen things. I think winning at MTSU, okay, I mean it's coming. It just is. I mean everybody has their time. You know, I mean all tides rise, and our tide is rising. So. Um, with, with the leadership, with the vision, with the ability to recruit, it starts tomorrow, and I think everybody will get a chance to see, you know, what this group is going to be made of. Yeah. You know, it, it, starts, it starts with players, so you have to have players. And that's got to be different, too. Last time you were a head coach, the, the signing day was a little different than tomorrow. It seems it's got to feel weird. Like, we we doing this already? Like, this yeah. tomorrow's the big one, right? And, yeah. and, you know, that the calendar changing on you and NIL and transfer portals and all that. All, a lot of that stuff wasn't in as high of a profile place the last time you were you were at HC. Yeah, um, it wasn't in place, but have, having been a coordinator, I had a chance to experience it, right? So, I mean, doing it at Auburn, okay? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I was in the midst of it when it was happening. Yeah. Doing it at Oklahoma State, I mean, saw the same thing. So, to me, I mean, it was a good seat to be in, to see it, to deal with it, to talk about it, and really develop a plan and process. Because when you sit in that seat, your plan and process better be very good, right? You, you, can't, you can't get it wrong. Um, I've had a chance to watch a couple of plans and processes, and I feel like uh, our plan and process will be on display tomorrow. Justin, uh, I don't know if Coach remembers it, but when he was a Vandy, I used to do it weekly with him every yes. every week on the radio. Um, and I remember having that distinct conversation back one over. I think it was over the Tennessee win. You talked about beating them three years in a row. The vest got a lot of attention, right? So, was there a blue vest coming? Have you? And also, have you been working on your dance moves? You know what? I put the dance moves away. So you've retired that. I, I've, I've retired the dance moves, but the vest, the vest is coming. The vest, okay. uh, we, we, we've, got a, we've got a team uh, of folks led by, you know, Larry Maples, who's, who's doing a terrific job. And we talked about the vest. Um, and, like, the vest have been dormant for a minute, but uh, it gets a chance to make an appearance uh, sometime in the immediate future. Right. And, 
and and when it comes out, you're gonna see some variations. So, um, and I'm excited about the vest. The vest uh, it gets a chance to be donned in the mid-state area, and we're gonna make this thing go. And I'll do you a favor. I'll do you a favor. I'll make sure, man, that when they when when they come out and those things are are actually uh, in rotation, I'll send you two. What? Oh, okay. You invest. Oh, man, I can't wait. You need the vest, though. You got to rock the vest. I can't wait. Okay, yes, please send it on. Let's get it going. Yeah, let's go. Let's get it going. Let's go. I would have been extremely sad if you would have said you're retiring the vest. No, I would have been really sad. Not the vest. Uh, Hey, thanks. Now you know during the daylight (laughs) hours when you're traveling around Murfreesboro, you got to allow for a little extra time because this is what it's like all the time. Wow. But it's a good day. Hey, hey, Rutherford (laughs) County's got a TV, Justin. What, over – what, 325,000 people? 325,000 people. In Rutherford County. Yes, That's sir. what's crazy. You, you know, to me, um, I've had a chance to experience now over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. You know, the, the vast, the vast, uh, you know, width and breadth of Murfreesboro, it's huge. Yeah. Okay. And when I, I you, you get over by the campus, it feels like a small town, right? But when you get outside of that, Mm-mm. okay, I mean, you start to move, you know, into the Medical Center Parkway, and you start to work your way, you know, I mean, up 24, man, you jump off. Let me tell you, this place, <laughs> this place is growing with the best of them. Yeah, so it's you, its own place. It, it yeah. really is. Yeah. And um, we did something that was pretty cool last week. Uh, we started in the city. We got everybody into the city, the flights that came in, and we did from the Ville to the borough. Okay, man, went to Top Golf, Hall's Chop House, uh, worked downtown, came down to like Murfreesboro, did some cool um, and new things. The recruits and their folks enjoyed it. It, mm-hmm. it, it. it was a blast. And I think it really it really gave people an idea because people think Murphy, Murfreesboro is small. It is not. Yeah. I, I have parents. Those who think that have, are people that haven't been, been out there. here. Yeah, you haven't been out here in a few those years. Parents, yeah. Those parents were like, this is yeah. a city. Oh, yeah. This, oh, yeah. Is, this is a huge city. We didn't think it was this. I was like, well, hey, welcome to the party. Yeah, <laughs> yeah welcome to the party. Coach, thanks so much for doing this, especially on the eve of what tomorrow is. Yeah. And, by the way, you feel good about tomorrow, everything? You know it, what? It's, it's, I'll say this. I, 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 want you, I want you to take a look at tomorrow. Um, you talked about how people feel earlier. Look at tomorrow and just, let's, let's, let's peek through the window of what – uh, this Mason regime is going to look like in terms of MTSU football. Okay. You know, let's right. let's be judged on the work. Okay. okay. Yes, sir. Yeah, let's of, do this. Yes, sir. A lot of teases there from I, Coach I heard Mason. Him. I, I, I heard like him. this. He's getting good. He like, said, Taste it's and like see. he's done media <laughs> stuff. Oh, wait a minute. He has. <laughs> Derek Mason, everybody. Thank you so much for coming in here. Really appreciate it. Great seeing you. Appreciate y'all. Man. We'll, you two are the best. We will Thanks, uh, see you around for sure. New MTSU football coach. Derek Mason, we'll take a quick break as you listen to The McFarland Show here on Nashville Sports Radio. Tis the season for all of my favorite treats. Now, where are Grandma's homemade holiday cookies? Hold up. Where are Grandma's cookies? Easy, Joe. Grandma brought something even sweeter this season. <gasps> Your triple fudge brownies? No, Joey. Holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Made from scratch holiday wins? Grandma, you're a genius. Give the gift of holiday instant games topped with sweet cash prizes. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Oh, what game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. 
Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy, and I can cash out whenever I want. That's a total no-brainer. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LIFT for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code LIFT. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LIFT for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LIFT. Do you ever feel like gambling is causing financial strain or hurting your relationships? The Gambling Clinic has been helping people who want to change their gambling habits for over two decades. With physical clinics and remote online appointments, we're here to help you make informed decisions about your gambling so it doesn't lead to a bigger problem. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com so we can work together to help you win your life back. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. It's the NFL on Sports USA, and we're in the Sunshine State as the Jacksonville Jaguars head over to Tampa Bay to battle the Buccaneers. Trevor Lawrence and the Jags bring lots of talent on offense like Kirk, Ridley, and Etienne. Baker and the Bucks can sail downfield thanks to Godwin and Evans. Mayfield goes deep, left side has Mike Evans for a Bucks touchdown. It's the Jaguars at the Buccaneers this Sunday on Sports USA. Coverage begins at 2.30, live on WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. You're listening live from the Strike and Spare Studios, downtown Music City. It's the McFarland Show. Rolling along on this Tuesday afternoon. Great stuff. MTSU football coach Derek Mason in the house. Single tree barbecue here in the borough. We are the McFarlands. Darren and Justin. Adam Johnson is alongside. Damon Keene back at the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. And Pat Sperduto, a.k.a. Art Paducah, also on site here with us. And uh, we're asking people to help us and uh, because on Christmas morning we would like to help others. Oh, hold on. I don't think he's. I don't think Pat's oh, on. Oh, how about there? Pat, That's okay. I sounded much go. better. There we go. No, I don't. I disagree. I want him to hear you. 
I sounded much better when go. it was off. There you go, Coach. We got so, you. Yeah. By the way, you I'll have, tell you, I'll tell you I was a great say, story. You've got to have a Derek Mason story, right? I, I, I got a great story, though, about the headset now. So, okay. So I, I was working with the Titans. I'm on the sideline, and Coach Chow is up in the box, and Munch is on the sideline with me, and, you know, we're talking, and all of a sudden, you know, Coach is asking for – Coach Chow is asking for help and stuff like that on some things, and I go and I chime in. And I'm like the I'm the assistant to Munch. I'm not the guy. I chime in. All of a sudden, Steve Waterson comes walking up to me with a roll of tape, and he tapes up the mouth part of my headset. He goes, "Hey, I think it'll work better now for you." I said, "Who?" You know what? I'm Yikes. not surprised by that story. It was so funny at all. It was funny. Steve Waterson was hilarious. But <laughs> yeah, coach, coach is uh, he, he's got energy. He's gonna go full speed and. And I, like I told him, just have fun. I mean, when it all comes down to it, it, it yeah, we know it's a business. We know it's wins and losses, but it's a kid's game. And you got to keep that enthusiasm and that fun in, in the game. And when it's not fun, it becomes almost a chore, and, and that's the negative to it. So but here's I think he'll be okay. Pat, looking at that, that conference now. Oh, yeah. I mean. It's good football. Right? Well, no, no, it, it's good football. You just hey. saw you just saw Rich Rod win their bowl game. Hey, I go into all these schools, you so I you go into these. Yeah, schools. these are schools that have that have guys that'll get that'll be drafted on the you know second day. Yeah. some of them. You know, I mean, Western Kentucky's going to have a guy drafted on the by, second day. So, by the way, how about that comeback? We were watching that in studio wow. yesterday. You know who that wow. is? It was that, twenty-eight that, to nothing. That quarterback is the son of the strength coach. How about that? The guy, well, Hellcamp. Helton was in Helton, first. That's his nephew. Then they pulled him. And the strength coach's son. That's who came in and led wow. the comeback? Camp, yeah. Western Kentucky was down, tw- was it 28 to nothing? Yep. Mm, yeah. And they came back and won in overtime. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I, you know was what? it overtime? I don't I don't, I don't remember. By a field Listen, goal. there's a lot of good football players yeah. out there. And the hard part is managing where they're all going and dealing with that part of it. I, it's as a purist, I still believe, you know, when you commit, ride it out. You know what I'm saying? Make Work harder to get more time, to get better on the field, you know. But today's society is a little bit different, and everybody wants it now, and, and I understand. So just a little bit different. Yeah. Well, uh, it'll sure. be interesting to see, um, you know, where they can go with this because I think it's clear we should have known when they were describing what they were looking for in their next head coach that it was going to be Derek Mason because certainly no one has ever accused him of lacking energy or passion, as you just heard in that interview. Over-the-top personality. Yeah, no doubt. And so now we'll see if it can translate down here in Murfreesboro with MTSU because it's very clear that, yes, while Rick Stock still took them to bowl games, they're looking for some conference championships and maybe just Uh, kind of that next step. I'll say this. Rick Stock still – an outstanding 18 years listen, amazing an outstanding job. man a, a great football coach but an outstanding man a great father and husband and and he did so much for this for this community out here yes and i'm i'm so proud of him and i consider him a friend and uh you know sometimes every job is going to end eventually I, i'm not going to be with the chiefs at some point in time whether they fire me whether i decide to leave or uh, you know i take another whatever it is that's every job. But 18 years, he, he did a, an awesome job here. He really did. Do you he think did. he'll coach again, or do you think that he'll just enjoy the family? And- I don't know. He's got, he's got a young coach on his staff, Brent Stockstill, that's yes. going to be really good. 
Um, I don't know. It'll, it'll be interesting. So he, you like Brent? Oh, I do. I think he's going to be. He's a got really a good, good offensive mind. There's he no doubt is about going it. to be a special football coach. Okay, mark Seems my words. Like there's a trend to hire younger coaches now more than ever before. Yeah. Um, and, which unfortunately, guys like you know Rick, you know Coach Stockstill, seem to get pushed. I think a little bit to the background because the aim seems to be in the 30s. But you say that, and then you see Mac Brown over at UNC. Yeah. Well, you know, not everybody's got the resume that Brown does. But, no, I understand what you're saying, though, Coach. I it, it's just, you know what, it's a fit. And, and, and people know what the fit is. And and uh, I, I think Derek's going to do a wonderful job. You know what I'm saying? I think he's got, he's got energy. He's got bounce. He's got roots here. So he's going to take advantage of that side of it. All right, we'll take our final break. We will come back and put a bow on this fun show down here in Murfreesboro as you listen to the McFarland Show, WNSR. The Locksmith Company, our full-service locksmithing expert, is asking listeners to please donate a toy to Toys for Tots this holiday season. You could make a difference in the life of a child. This message is brought to you by The Locksmith Company, a proud veteran employer. For all your residential, commercial, or automotive locksmithing needs, call today for a free estimate or 24-7 emergency service at 931-801-5427. 931-801-5427. And also visit the LSCO.com. The Locksmith Company is looking forward to seeing you. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Want even more excitement on game day? It's time to get on Prize Picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you could win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks. And with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Prize Picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Sweat it out, watch your entry update in real time, and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. Take your game day experience to the next level with prize picks. And right now, you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime. Prize picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for more details. Trusted for creative design and committed to both the function and aesthetics of your smile, Jody Jones Dentistry for 26 years has provided a wide range of general and cosmetic dentistry services along Nashville's Music Row and coming soon to Hermitage and Murfreesboro. The Nashville leader for cosmetic dentistry provides a unique luxury environment for patients who want his famous Hollywood smile. Just ask the country music stars, actors, athletes. Yeah, he was eight years the dentist for the Predators who display his celebrity smile. To learn more, visit JodyJonesDDS.com or call 615-259-5100. 
It's a Bill King Show. We created a rule decades ago on the show. Weddings, things of that nature, during the playing portion, do not get consideration. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Weddings are meant for the spring. They do not get consideration during the playing portion of the season. That's just the way we work it around here. That's the way we play it around here. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. The McFarland Show, broadcasting live in Rutherford County on 107.9 FM. Been a lot of fun down here at Singletree Barbecue in Murfreesboro. Darren and Justin here with you. Charlie Eblen, who owns Singletree Barbecue. And man, the people that come in here and have tried the food today, they'll be back, Charlie. They'll be back. I love it. Good, good on you, man. Been leaving happy. Yeah, here. a okay. lot of smiles. A lot of smiles walking out the door. Makes me happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, made them happy, for sure. Weighs the people heart right there. <laughs> all, the, all the food. <laughs> all the food. Do you yeah. like the fact that probably around the holidays, you're the one who always gets asked to make the food? Are you, Or do you volunteer? Or how do you handle that, po- that part of it? I actually do really, really enjoy it. Um, the... Turkeys and hams and all of that stuff growing up and from grandparents and mom and dad. We're always really, really okay. <laughs> put it put it nicely. <laughs> he's talking about family, so he's got to yeah. read between well, the lines. Making yeah. it nice. Yeah. Making it that nice. Was, that was, uh, that you was know. Mm, okay. They, uh, you know, the, the, the breast meat of our turkeys resembled chalk. Ooh, you know? ooh, yeah. Didn't, Chalk. Doesn't matter how much gravy you put on it, it's still just. Not even the barbecue yeah. sauce fixes it. Right. Uh, so, man. Once I learned how to do all of that, it, it really got to where it was just a lot of fun yeah. to, to do things that, you know, others weren't really doing. Well, we can't thank you enough for having us out. We've had a blast. And uh, you've helped us, and hopefully, we're going to help some others. I love it. On Christmas morning. So thank you so much, Hope Charlie. So. It's great thank seeing you. Thank you all for coming. I appreciate yep. you. We really had a great time. Really did. And the food smells it's incredible. Incredible, yes. Yes. Charlie Eblin, he's the owner of Single Tree Barbecue, where we've been here on this wonderful Tuesday down here in Murfreesboro, 2805 Old Fort Parkway. Appreciate Derek Mason, MTSU football coach, for stopping by. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. We look forward to talking to you tomorrow starting at 2 o'clock. We'll see you then.